3: This is V Sin Prime Time,
4: live from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. Here is Tim Murray. Hour two of V Sin Prime Time. You can feel it. You can feel it in the air here in Las Vegas. We're less than forty-eight hours away from kickoff. Of Super Bowl 58. I mean, there's probably a lot of that. Yeah, there's 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 a lot of things floating around the airwaves here in uh, in Las Vegas. But excitement is part of it. We are brought to you by DraftKings, and uh, I'll tell you right now, before we bring in our next guest, there is quite the offer going on right now. Visa exclusive for new DraftKings customers. You can earn $500 bonus bet for every $1,000 you bet, up to $2,500. Bet $5,000, $2,500. In bonus bets. Don't wait. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. This is an exclusive offer to VSIN listeners. Use the promo code VSIN, VSIN. Once again, earn $500 bonus bet for every $1,000 you bet. Right now, Stu Gatz from the Dan Levitard show is going to join us in studio coming up in about 15 minutes. They and the crew have been here all week. They're up at Stadium Swim earlier today. My goodness, the following of that show is ridiculous. Uh, but let's get the insider's point of view on Super Bowl 58. Matt Lombardo, uh, who we love to uh, to get his insight from time to time here on the show. Uh, NFL insider at, uh, at Fan Buzz joins us right now at Matt Lombardo NFL. A lot of different ways to to look at this game. I want to start with the quarterback of the 49ers and uh, the people that you've talked to, Matt. What's kind of the perception of that, right? A lot of the discussion this week, some of it has been built around Cam Newton and some of his jabs, so to speak, there uh, of Brock Purdy. But from the people that you've talked to around the league, what do they make of Brock Purdy uh, heading into this game?
5: Yeah, this is the legitimacy opportunity for brock purdy right because all you've heard about since the moment he was drafted and throughout this entire san francisco 49ers run over the last two years or so is mr irrelevant it's game manager it's he's done a great job but he has a supporting cast that includes christian McCaffrey and debo samuel and george kittle well here's the opportunity on the grandest stage of all against the greatest active quarterback in the nfl patrick mahomes arguably the greatest offensive mind that you're going to have to keep up with and Andy Reid and Steve Spagnuolo, who wins with blitzing, as we saw against the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson. This is the opportunity for Brock Purdy to prove that, that he's legitimately belongs in the conversation among the top quarterbacks in the NFL. And, and to me, That's where this rests for the 49ers, right? Because you can talk about all the the physical playmakers they have on defense. You can talk about all the weapons they have on offense. A lot of times in games like this, it comes down to who has the better quarterback. Now, obviously, Nick Foles against Tom Brady is a bit of an outlier. but, But this is similar, in my opinion, because you have Patrick Mahomes going for ring number three against Brock Purdy, who's looking to forge his own legitimacy and his own legacy.
6: So along the lines, because I've been kind of stubborn in terms of who's going to win MVP, I've been very stubbornly just be like, no, it's a quarterback. Like, it's just going to be one of these two guys. I don't think there's any reason. The the reality that maybe a Christian McCaffrey or somebody else can steal it from him, am I foolish to think, like, no, it's just going to be one of the two signal
5: callers here? Yeah, I I lean that way, that it's going to be one of the two quarterbacks who ever plays a better game because, listen, that tends to be the trend with these things. But, you know, in, in my column on Fan Buzz this week, I went a different route. I went Travis Kelsey because, you know, this has been the season of Travis Kelsey. This has been the postseason of Travis Kelsey. When you look what he did, putting the Chiefs on his back against the Buffalo Bills with the two touchdowns. He played like a man-possessed in Baltimore in the AFC Championship game two weeks ago. And you think about who votes for the MVP, right? It's sports writers. It's people who love the great story and the great angle. I happen to think, guys, that this is going to be a slog of a game from an offensive standpoint, because you look at the way the Chiefs have been winning through the postseason, it, it's been dominant defense, timely turnovers. That's the M.O. of the 49ers as well. So let's say that you're in a 10-6 you know, a, a to 6 game in the fourth quarter, and all of a sudden Travis Kelsey catches two touchdowns to put the game on ice. Sure, you could give the MVP to Patrick Mahomes, but I think that if it's Kelsey who's the difference maker, he could, he could be the guy that steals it for the Kansas City Chiefs. And if you want a name for the 49ers, I know it's kind of chalk, But Christian McCaffrey, he has more total touchdowns than games played in a 49ers uniform since he was acquired in that trade last year at the deadline from the Carolina Panthers. So if you're looking for two guys outside the box, I don't know how it's anybody other than Travis Kelsey or Christian McCaffrey, depending on the outcome, if you're going away from the
4: quarterback. At Matt Lombardo NFL is where you can follow Matt on Twitter, NFL Insider uh, over there at FanBuzz. And, uh, inter- yeah, certainly an interesting way to look at it. Steve Spagnolo, we just had Brandon London, who was a part of the 2007 Giants yes. team, and uh, he went up against that Spags defense. He gave us some good stories about being on the practice squad there. And here we are again, you know, what, 15 years later from, or 16 years later uh, since that Super Bowl victory for the Giants, and he is the architect of this defense. What have you seen and what are folks from around the league saying about spags in this defense and how he's going to attack Kyle Shanahan come Sunday?
5: Yeah, I think, you know, it's going to be flipping the script from what we saw against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. I mean, they blitzed 41% of the offensive snaps against the Ravens in that title game. I don't think you can go back to that well in that same playbook against Brock Purdy, who has the highest quarterback rating of anybody against the blitz in the National Football League you look at the way the Chiefs are built, I think it's two players that are going to go a long way towards determining the outcome from a Chiefs standpoint on defense. It's Chris Jones, who's just a wrecking ball on the inside. And it's Willie Gay, who's just, you know, a dynamic linebacker and a guy who can get after the quarterback. He can, you know, have some big hits over the middle that can jar the ball loose and force some fumbles. Those two guys, to me defensively hold the key for the Kansas City Chiefs' success on defense. But I think they're going to have to find ways to to get home without sending extra pressure. And that's front four, you know, th- those guys wanting their jobs up front and-, and playing press man on the outside and not allowing the 49ers receivers like Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel to beat you over the top. think they're going to have to play pretty much straight up against Birdie and-, and basically say, OK, we're going to play back. We're going to trust our defensive backs, Trent McDuffie and the whole crew, Beat us. We're not going to send the extra pressure. Beat us from the pocket, and we'll see if Brock Purdy can do it.
6: How big is Joe Tooney not playing here for Kansas City?
5: Big loss. I mean, you think about that, like, you know, he's one of the most respected leaders. He has the experience of of playing in Super Bowls in the past. It's a big loss for them offensively, I would think.
4: Matt Lombardo joining us here on v Prime Primetime, giving us the inside scoop here from uh, his perspective, uh, NFL insider over at FanBuzz. Kyle Shanahan, we had uh, Thomas Dimitrov, former Falcons GM, a guy who hired uh, Kyle Shanahan along with Dan Quinn to run that offense. Matt Ryan wins MVP. They're up 28-3 in the Super Bowl. They blow that lead. And, you know, we were talking a little bit off- off-air, the three of us, about, man, it, it just feels like that, that was Kyle Shanahan's loss when he wasn't even the head coach. So going back to the Dimitrov conversation, it was, well, he better win this Super Bowl. So is there a perception around the league? Because Kyle Shanahan is looked at in very high regard, right, Matt? But he has yet to win that, this Super Bowl. How important is it for Kyle Shanahan and the Niners to, to get this win come Sunday?
5: Yeah, I don't know where that sense comes from, because it's not from people that I've spoken to inside the league. I mean, you look at the way Kyle Shanahan is viewed. There are three people in the league right now who carry the most influence in terms of offensive football. It's it's Kyle Shanahan, it's Sean McVay, and it's Andy Reid. Those are the three. And obviously, you know, getting to two Super Bowls in five years carries a lot of weight, and you'd like to win one. But I think the 49ers have a window here of at least two more years with Brock Purdy on that rookie deal, with all of the weapons they have around him, with a defense that they just seem to find ways to add to every single year. I don't think it's a make-or-break legacy standpoint for the 49ers or for Kyle Shanahan if they don't beat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs this time in the Super Bowl, because you've already been there twice, right? And it took Andy Reid, you know, multiple bites at the NFC Championship game, Apple, a bite at the Super Bowl before he wound up getting that first win with Mahomes and the Chiefs. I I think there's a window here, and you look across the landscape of the NFC. I don't know who beats the 49ers in coming years, because we've seen the Dallas Cowboys kind of have this built-in ceiling that they can't quite get over. The Detroit Lions, obviously, when you cough up a 24-point lead in the title game, it shows how far away you are from closing. I think the Eagles took a major step back and might be primed to take another this offseason. So I, I don't know who's beating San Francisco in the NFC for the foreseeable future. And I think there's going to be plenty of opportunities for Kyle Shanahan to get that ring if he doesn't win it on Sunday. But I just look at you know the way that offenses are called around the league. And it, it's Shanahan, it's McVay, it's Reed, and maybe Mike McDaniel to a degree who carry the most influence and have impacted offensive football the most in recent years.
6: We are seeing this total creep up from 47 and a half, 48. What do you expect in terms of scoring and pace?
5: I think it's low scoring. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure where that money's coming in, you know, driving up the total because I look at these two defenses. And, you know, they're both top five in scoring. You look at what the 49ers do. They allowed something like an average of 59 yards per game to the tight end. Who carried the Chiefs offense against the Ravens? It was Travis Kelsey, the tight end. I think this is going to be an unconventional defensive slugfest where it's going to be tough to score, very similar to the first time around when these two teams met. I just think it's one of those situations where in the fourth quarter, Mahomes takes the game over. But I think it's going to be a lot of punts, a lot of turnovers, and not a lot of fireworks for most of the game as they kind of feel their way out. Because these are two top defenses, some of the most talented defenses in the NFL. I I just don't see either team lighting up the scoreboard in this one.
4: All right, Matt Lombardo at Matt Lombardo NFL. So likes the under, and you, you hinted at it, you rolling with the Chiefs?
5: I am. I, I think the Chiefs win something in the area of, like, 24 to 16, somewhere in that range. And Travis Kelsey, again, I, I'm a sucker for a good story. <laughs> I, I, I want to see the Taylor Swift angle and how people react to it if Travis Kelsey, when he wins the MVP. So I'm going uh, Chiefs in a squeaker, and uh, Travis Kelsey is the MVP.
4: All right, Travis Kelsey, 12 to 1 right now at DraftKings to win MVP. Hey, Matt, always appreciate it, man. Great stuff, and uh,
5: enjoy the game. Guys, thanks for having me on. I'll always enjoy it. There
4: he is, Matt Lombardo. Follow him on Twitter at mattlombardoNFL. That's Jonathan Von Tobel. I'm Tim Murray. Ooh, baby! Less than 48 hours, JVT Super Bowl 58. Less than two hours until a beer. That is true. Also, that Stugas from the Dan Lebatard show in studio with us next.
3: This is recent prime time with
6: Tim Murray on VS the Sports Betting Network.
4: steaks you'll fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks juicy burgers air chilled chicken and more you're gonna love every bite it's omaha steaks guaranteed and for a limited time when you go to omahasteaks.com vsin you'll get four free air chilled boneless chicken breasts and four free juicy boneless pork chops with your order omahasteaks.com slash vcin minimum purchase may apply And as promised, we are joined by Stugatz, part of the Dan Levitard show that's been running around town. All right, first and foremost, what were your impressions of Stadium Swim? uh stadium swim is absolutely amazing it's cold here man yeah (laughs) i blame everyone well you guys are from miami but you guys brought all the coldness here i don't know what's wrong how did
3: we bring the coldness (laughs) it's cold here
4: like some desert i mean uh, what, what is going on here i've seen the
3: sun once or twice but to answer your question stadium swim is it's it's amazing uh we were blown away uh, we, you know, listen, we do shows in studio. We do shows in a tiny little studio uh, down at the Cleveland for many, many years, slightly bigger studio uh, at the Elser hotel, but to do it outside with all those fans coming out to Las Vegas to, uh, to check us out with that venue, which is amazing. But like, as I was walking out, excuse me, I started to see that venue. Vegas has gotten to my throat. Yeah. Uh, I have seen the N Radio Row, by the way. I saw the venue in all its glory because the sun is out. I see the blackjack tables are out. The dealers are out. And I'm like, where was this the entire time I was here? Uh, But we didn't have sun, so we couldn't do it. But it's a great place. The hotel is amazing. It really is. The entire Circa Hotel has been great. I've been here for six days.
6: You've been to a lot of Super Bowls. You guys had one in Miami. What do you think of Vegas as a Super Bowl city?
3: Uh, It's, listen... It's cool. There are a lot of vices here. Okay. Like twice I tried to go to bed. I was in bed, actually in (laughs) bed, like in my bed, trying to go to sleep and somehow was sucked down to the high stakes blackjack room. Um, (laughs) but it's cool. Listen, I've been here for five days. I said it yesterday on our show, five or six days, but let's just call it five for the sake of this conversation. Five days, which is exactly four days and 22 hours too long.
7: <laughs> I mean, it's crazy, but,
4: here, man. It, it, it's funny because people at, and JVT's been here his whole life. Yeah. I've been here for three and a half years. People always ask me, How can you survive? I'm like, Dude, I live in the suburbs. Right. There's right. a school in my neighborhood. Sure. My wife doesn't go to a casino. Like, if you, Got dropped into my neighborhood. You would think nothing. Of, you know, you would just think you're anywhere in America outside right. of in the summer months. When so it's you're saying if you stay like
3: off the strip or away from the oh, Circa yeah. or away yeah. from Fremont,
4: it well, feels normal. Right? If you're here, though, you're in, you could get in trouble. There, there's no there's no, <laughs> no doubt. As as you are, are you leaving up or down? Uh, I am leaving up. I had a there great we go. Run. Yeah, I had no. a great run.
3: I had a great run. Uh, the first or second second night I was here uh, playing blackjack. I'll tell you a funny story. But I was so tired from Radio Row. So tired from. You know the travel from Miami to here, the time change, the drinking, uh, <laughs> the radio row, the speaking. So I'm sitting drinking. there, yeah, the drinking, yep. the drinking, <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and this has never happened before. And the dealer who works at the circuit was cracking up; it was great. So I am on a run, right? I'm having a run. I'm I probably had like I don't know what a twelve hand span three or four blackjacks, so. oh. and yeah and so i'm having a run i'm up a lot of money but i'm so tired i'm like falling asleep at the table like my head is like <laughs> yeah, yeah. and uh i look at the dealer i said do me a favor enough with the aces <laughs> Give me a couple of 15s, some 16s, like two in a row so I can go to bed. She's looking at me going. No one's asked me to ever stop dealing them winning hands. Yep. I'm like, I got to go to bed. Like, enough of the winning.
6: Well, when you win two, you got to play it down, right? You've always got to play it down. You've always yeah. got that, like, that little denomination. Like, once I get there, right. then, I'll,
3: then I'll get out of here. So I was sitting there going, hey, yeah. if I could just lose two hands in a row, yeah. I'm going to go to bed, and I couldn't lose two hands in a row. So I started yelling at the dealer. Pure <laughs> so, <your> false. fault. Yeah.
4: <laughs> enough of the aces. <laughs> Stu got hanging with you here the Dan Lebatard Show, part of the DK Network. He's got a run, so we appreciate him hanging out with us yeah, uh, until he uh gets on the airplane to leave town. Yep. So let's get to the game. Yeah. Um I think I saw a projection from you with a 70 on one side, which is which is unusual. <laughs> how is uh, how is Sunday playing out? Uh, and are we looking at some mega alt lines here from you? Uh, no,
3: I mean, I was just having some fun with, this, <laughs> with, with the 70. They scored 17 points. She... Did he score a point in the second half? <laughs> uh, the larger point, the reason I did that was I'm not picking against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I can't do it. Like, I did it the entire playoff run here. And so he goes to, you know, he beats the Dolphins, obviously, first game at home. And then everyone's saying, well, he's never done it, myself included, by the way, he's never done it on the road. Well, then he goes and he does it on the road against the two, arguably, the Two of the top four quarterbacks in the NFL, in Lamar Jackson, who won a second MVP, and Josh Allen up in Buffalo, and so no, on a neutral field against Brock Purdy, I'm not going against. I'm not going against Patrick Mahomes. I think the Chiefs win. Uh, I think it's an important game for Patrick Mahomes because you don't want to be the quarterback. It sounds crazy, right? Because everyone's saying Brock Purdy do it in the Super Bowl, Shanahan do it in the Super Bowl. I actually think if you're Mahomes and you care about chasing the all-time greats, you care about chasing Montana, you care about chasing uh, Tom Brady, you don't want to be the guy that loses too many Super Bowls. Sure. So the difference like with Michael and LeBron, Michael went to six NBA Finals, won all six times. Sure. LeBron's been to a bunch of NBA Finals, more than Michael. But yeah. he's also, yeah, and he, but he's lost what? Six? Six, he's four yeah. and six. You don't want to be, and so I think that affects his legacy a little bit as he compares himself to Michael Jordan. Had he gone to 10 and won eight of them, he'd probably be considered the greatest basketball player ever. If you're Mahomes, you don't want to have Super Bowls where you're losing to Brock Purdy, and then suddenly the record in Super Bowls is two and two, two and three, two and four, because then you're not catching Brady. If indeed he cares about that stuff, and I think he does, uh, this is a very important game for him. He's three and one in Super Bowls if he gets this win. It's
6: so. it's crazy because we had, after this, the NFC Championship game, we had Dan Campbell tell his team, "Yeah, we might not get back here, guys. Like right. this is really tough. Yes. But when you judge the guys that are the greatest, it's like that hey, you made it too many times. Actually, you lost too many times. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah, incredible. It's,
3: it's funny. Dan Marino is a guy that like Dude. he made it once, lost to to the Niners, and Joe Montana and never got back again." And many people consider him to be the greatest quarterback of all time. I don't. I think he's great. I'm not certain what he would have done on those San Francisco teams. Maybe he would have won four, but he didn't. And so uh, these games are important. You don't know how many you're, you're going to get to. And uh, for Mahomes, you know, this is his fourth. He's lost one. You don't want to be 2-2 two and two in Super Bowls. You're trying to catch Tom, you know?
6: I'll say real quick. So I got to talk to Dan Marino over there at Radio Row. Right. I, I didn't realize. I knew he'd only gotten once, right? Yes, yes. But Or excuse me, I know he had lost it, never won it. I didn't realize he only made it once. Only made it once. Well, and it was like his third year and then never got back. That's it, insane to
3: me. It, it's insane. And I think he would be the perfect. And we've had him on a bunch, um, being okay. a show from Miami. But he is the perfect person to talk to about. You never know if you're going to make it back. Marino told us one time that while he was playing in that Super Bowl, he thought to himself, I'm going to be here all the time. I'm Dan Marino. Never got back again. I'm with you. It's totally insane. Aaron Rodgers. So
6: think about when they beat the
3: Steelers that yes. year. You're like, of course he's going to be back. Right. Here. And never got, got back. back and never got back. Yep. But, hey. So Mike Golick tells me all the time who played, you know, obviously played in the NFL, played with Marino and against Marino. He says, and he does not do the rings thing. He says Marino is the greatest quarterback of all time.
4: So. Yeah. And, uh, And he turned down a lot of money because he turned down, uh, as we found out this week, he got offered either a stake in the box office for Ace Ventura or a flat rate. And he was like, well, this movie might suck, so I'll just take the flat rate. And I made like $107 million in the box office. <laughs> uh, Stu got tagged with us here for a couple more minutes. Uh, you can catch the Dan Lebitard show, part of uh, so DraftKings Network. Um, so he uh, thought he was putting his name. He thought he was lending himself to like yeah, a really right. bad project. What yeah, <laughs> <dude, and laughs> a cute little project. He, <laughs> was on, he was on with McAfee, and he told the story, and I'm going to paraphrase, but he basically was like, well... I read the script. It right. sounds pretty stupid. Yeah. So I'll just take the flat rate. I don't know what the flat rate was. I don't know what the cut would have been, but 1% of $107 million is $1.7 million. Hey,
3: Dan learned very quickly that America loves stupid.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're and dumb. That, and I mean, that is uh, yes. I, in the most endearing, positive way ever. That is one of the stupidest movies of all time and one of right. my favorites. And he played uh, in the Super Bowl yeah. in that movie. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. And I think he went on to win it. It's a all right. Classic. What, Doesn't what, count, though, on the resume. Now I know. Yeah. Super Bowl. In Ace Ventura. Yes. All right, we got about 90 seconds. What if I'm sure you guys have talked about it a lot on the show, the Kelsey Swift thing. What's your What's your thought process? What's your hot take if you got one on uh, the Swifties
3: and uh, and Kelsey? The the only thing I said many many weeks ago, and I know Travis a little bit, and he's a he's a great guy. Uh, I I was trying to warn him that if the Chiefs don't make it to the Super Bowl, if they continue to play the way they were playing at that time, that the fans would start coming down on him like, hey, your focus is not on football. Your focus is on Taylor Swift. Your focus is on the podcast. Your focus is on making movies, whatever it is that he wants to do. This is a great thing. First off, I'm happy for him because it's real. Like, it's a real thing. (laughs) And so uh, it's it's super cool. I think she's been great for the NFL. I really do. Uh, Her presence. Like, Taylor Swift being at games has gotten my daughters to sit down and watch football games with me. So I am grateful for her Uh, and grateful for that relationship. I think it's, I think it's kind of cool. I really do. I don't, I don't realize, I don't, I don't kind of get why people have such a big problem with Taylor Swift well, and Travis Kelsey. Who cares? Our theory, I thought Cowherd did it right. Uh, there's a bunch of lonely, angry guys out there.
6: Yeah, that's probably, true.
2: Yeah. Yes.
4: By the yes. way, yes. Stephen A. Smith gave a whole dissertation today, and I was like, I've never agreed with Stephen A. Smith more in my life. He was like, shut up. He was like, he's like, Travis Kelsey's nicer than me because I'd be telling people to go kiss my beehive.
3: I, I can tell you that Travis Kelsey is just one of those guys. Like, we went out, we go out to Tahoe every year to play in that golf tournament. Yeah. We went out one year. I already knew him so he hugged me we had a couple of drinks and then he met all my crew the next year we come back he remembered every single person on my crew he remembered all their names he's a good dude and like they're in love like yeah. what are we doing we're getting mad at people
4: for dating that mad at a lot of people all right chiefs are winning it that's stu Gotts, the dan levitard show with stu part of the dk network more of super Week coverage right after this
3: This is VSIN Prime Time with Tim Murray on
6: VSIN, the sports
4: betting network. VSIN's Super Bowl betting guide is out now to help you bet on the big game. This year's guide features in depth team breakdowns, Steve McEnan's Super Bowl simulation with player projections, plus favorite prop bets, picks, best bets from VSIN hosts and guests. Also, a very interesting conversation including Jonathan Von Tobel on how to bet Super Bowl MVP and don't worry there is insight from the one and only Brent Musburger on how to bet the big game to get the guide and all that visa has to offer become a visa pro subscriber today visa.com pro alongside Jonathan Von Tobel I am Tim Murray we are live here in Las Vegas Nevada Circa Sportsbook as we continue to get you ready for Super Bowl 58 in town as we continue our Super Week here on vsin And as we welcome in yet another big time guest. I mean, we've had some studs <laughs> uh-huh. walk in and out of this oh, studio, goodness. but none bigger, in my opinion, than the one and only Patrick Everson from Vegas Insider at Patrick E underscore Vegas. All right, I've asked this a bunch. I asked JVT this. You've lived here a long, long time, Patrick. Mm -hmm. Now, you've worked at a number of different entities, including, once upon a time, uh, the LVRJ, the Las Vegas Mm -hmm. Review-Journal. The Super Bowl is in Las Vegas. You were spending all week, as was JVT, as was I, down at Radio Row, where all the NFL players and all NFL coaches come to ascend upon one spot. And it was in Las Vegas, Patrick. So just kind of before we get into the insight that you have from behind the counter that so many people follow you for just the the scene that you got to kind of take all in how surreal was it for you i think plenty even though we've
8: had you know we knew for quite a while that the super bowl was coming here to have it here and see it unfold, and see the masses down at Radio Row, especially uh, yesterday was just super, super busy, and today was, it was pretty busy down there as well. was interesting. It was like the end of a concert, though, by mm-hmm. about 3 o'clock. All, like, sets are coming down, right, and there's right. gear guys all over the place, and things are coming down in a hurry. So, um, yeah, you just don't – if you've been here long enough, and JVT certainly has, and I, I moved here in 94, and just the way things have flipped in Vegas' direction on this – to me, it's 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 hard to fathom. I was, you know, we were talking off air before this segment, Tim. You you in 2003, the NFL said to Las Vegas, uh, "No, we do not want your advertising dollars for tourism," <laughs> you know, muddying up the waters of the Super Bowl telecast. So they did not take Las Vegas's money, which you know that's fine. Flash forward 21 years, you walk into Radio Row at the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, and the first thing you are greeted by as you Get onto the radio row floor. The NFL is saying, Well, welcome to Las Vegas. Would you like to check out our NFL themed slot machines? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is quite the 180. Uh, it is. And, um,
6: yeah, I watched a guy. The same guy hit a jackpot on that twice, and um, for the, it's a free one. It's actually loaded with like two million credits, I think. So it's all free. It's not even like actual money. So imagine losing you know, using your luck on hitting two jackpots on a machine that you weren't going to get money out of. So let me ask you this: as we're getting closer here, so this is about the time, Patrick, where the money's coming in, right? Public's mm-hmm. really starting to get involved. Mm-hmm. So are we starting to see a shift here, or what's uh, what's the scuttlebutt on the evolving market
8: when it just comes to, like pre-flop and, and total? Well, I think. There were multiple books saying two weeks ago, we need the Chiefs in this spot. And they were even saying it before the AFC championship game was done, that they were going to need the AFC, all things being equal, because they had much larger liability to San Francisco in the Super Bowl futures market. And it sounds like for Caesars, that's still the case. We'll see. There you know, a lot of money, as you alluded to, JBT, yeah. is going to come in in the next 48 hours. Just an insane amount of money. Way more money is probably going to come in the next 48 hours than has been better over the last two weeks combined. Um, but at least there is, you know, we, you, you've talked about it here. I'm sure. Uh, every book seems to be seeing a lot more chiefs play chiefs money line at multiple sports books has been said to be the most popular bet chiefs on the money line. They're not bothering with the two points. They yep. feel like if they're going to cover and I, and they're I agree money. and I agree. Exactly. You come back on the plus money on the chiefs to just win the game. Exactly. Rather than laying minus minus one ten and hoping they keep, you know, lose by a point or two. So, uh, Tristan Davis at BetMGM, MGM, he, he works here in Las Vegas, but he, but he gave me info for BetMGM MGM nationally on Thursday said we are now cheering for the 49ers slightly even though the 49ers were a much a much worse super Bowl liability hmm. the Chiefs money line and spread
4: action has got has kind of tipped that just a little oh. not a lot but tipped it a little Patrick Everson at Patrick e underscore Vegas joining us here in studio senior reporter for Vegas Insider I'm sure the content that you've got is very uh, similar Travis Kelsey, How bad is it going to be if Travis Kelsey... Let's just use his last game. 11 catches, 106 yards, a touchdown. How bad would it be if that is replicated Mm -hmm. and he gets to hoist
8: Super Bowl MVP? If he does all that, include, yeah. especially including MVP, but obviously you would have to do some of those other things sure. for that to happen. All of that would happen. If that all, all the overs are hitting anytime. I mean, if he's winning MVP, it's over, over any Exactly. All the yeses are hitting, yeah. all the overs are hitting, uh, and the MVP very likely is hitting too. So what uh, I talked with Craig Mucklow and Adam Pullen of Caesars down, they were down at Radio Row tooling around on Wednesday. And a couple of comments uh, that, that they made. He said, uh, the one player we aren't a fan of is Travis Kelsey. This is Craig <laughs> Mucklow. Uh, and you've probably heard this and cited it yourselves over the last couple of days. But uh, there are more tickets on Kelsey to score at any time during the game. So Kelsey, anytime touchdown. Then there are 49ers spread and Moneyline tickets combined. Wow. Which is now bets, not yeah. money. Yep. Prop, prop bet limits are much lower and so yeah, forth. Yeah. But uh, I, th- I found that fascinating. So he said will be sweating every time the ball goes near Travis Kelsey. <laughs> and then uh, Craig Mucklow, he's the VP of trading at Caesars. His right-hand man, Adam Pullen, said, uh, bettors are going to be very happy if Travis Kelsey has a big game. Bookies,
4: not so much.
6: <laughs> yeah. I think that's pretty much what was, uh, what was Chuck Esbizito's first Chuck thing? Esposito, the first two days?
4: last week, and we're going to have Chuck mm-hmm. on yeah. coming up top in the next hour, he said there were more bets – on Travis Kelsey to win MVP at Stations Casino here in Las Vegas. We'll get an update in uh, less than a half hour. Then everybody else combined. Yeah. <laughs> it's not quite that way. Like, I think I saw Ben. It might have na- changed.
8: That was, yeah, that was that early in the process. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't change, though. Yeah. I, I really wouldn't. Um, I, but I will say, uh, I think in, at BetMGM nationally, I saw some numbers where he's number one in tickets and money. He's only, a you know, a few points ahead of uh, a few percentage points ahead of, um, uh, McCaffrey, but yep. still, it's like 20 to 25 at BetMGM It's like 20 to 25 percent of all dollars on the MVP market are on Travis Kelsey. Wow, like wow. oh, you know, between a, a, a quarter, uh, between a fifth and a quarter of all money. And you've in a game that Patrick Mahomes is playing in and is going to touch the ball <laughs> on every step, every, snap, every snap, offensive step, you yeah. know, and and Brock Purdy, who you know, I don't. I, I think we all agree he's had a, a great season and is a good NFL quarterback. He's not Patrick Mahomes, but still, he's going to touch the ball yep. on every snap on their side. And Christian McCaffrey, who is, you know, a touchdown machine and, and, and has, and has uh, the ability to make breakaway plays and so forth. So it is fascinating just how much, you know, how, how well they are into Travis Kelsey. And uh, I was talking yesterday with Ken Fuchs. He's the uh, head of uh, sports gaming, basically, again, with Caesars. And he pointed out the same thing. It's like if, if Kelsey goes off and wins MVP and so on, um, you know, a lot of betters are going to walk out of Caesar's palace really happy and or on their way to a really nice dinner or something like that. But it won't be us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess.
6: All right. So I, I want to make sure we ask you before we get out of here. Mm-hmm. So where's the chili money going? We, we oh, yeah, yeah, the we chili's didn't. money. Well, you man. were going to tell
8: us before. I said, no, 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 no. You got to tell us on the air. So. I agree. Hashtag chili's money. First off, as everybody probably knows, I've got 20 bucks on the octopus prop willow yep. players, which hit last year, baby. which did hit last year. What I it was, was a it nice little 18 13 13, 13, 13, to, one. 13 okay. to one here at Circa, I bet it. Nice, and uh, that was a nice little payout and made a winner of me for the day. Uh, this year, I'm on, the, I'm on it again at 16 to one this year, which is Ooh, nice, okay, a little bit better, a little bit longer, but look, it's not, we all know it's not going to happen, but if it does, Kelsey might do it. That would be really cool. Right. I'd, be, I'd be over the moon if he did it. For the game itself, I'm doing a couple of th- uh, one of two things, and I haven't decided which yet. But I kind of like the Niners. Um, it's not Billy Walter's play or not his play, as he says yeah. at the moment. Billy Walter but, said, uh, or was he head faking? I don't know. Exactly. Don't That's know. what everybody asks. Yeah. Is, is this the head fake? Um, I kind of like the Niners. I want to have more fun than the two and a half allows. So I'm either going to go pregame Niners alternate spread. Okay. There you go. Or what I might do... Look, I know the Niners didn't look great against in their last two games, but they were resilient and came back in their last two games. Uh, I might wait, see if Kansas City gets out to, you know, like a 7 nothing lead yeah. and then come in on either Niners spread and or money line. Probably hammer. Niners. Probably Niners Might mo- Yeah, with the hammer. That <laughs> hammer chili money. That quesadilla money. Like, absolutely. The chicken bacon ranch quesadilla without the ranch. Please. Um,
4: <laughs> Patrick I- Everson, Vegas insider, <laughs> countless uh, amount of information coming out of that Twitter feed at Patrick E underscore Vegas 49ers. We are all together. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's make let's it happen. It. There he is, Patrick Everson, as our coverage of V Sin Super Week continues.
2: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury, with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
6: This is Vscene Prime Time with Tim Murray on Vscene, the sports betting network.
4: There's never been a better time to have skin in the game at DraftKings Sportsbook because right now we have a Vscene exclusive offer for new DraftKings customers. Every $500 Get, you earn a $500 bonus bet for every $1,000 you bet up to $2,500. Don't wait. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code VSIN, V-S-I-N. When you sign up, you earn a $500 bonus bet every 1000 bucks up that you bet right now. Alongside Jonathan Von Tobel, I am Tim Murray. I to double-check that sometimes. I'm like, damn, $500 for every $1,000?
6: Exclusive to VSIN. B-S-I-N. Use, Use that the promo, promo code. code. Come on, come on, come on, come on.
4: Use that promo code. All right. Um, someone just asked me if we should uh, roll San Diego State plus three, try to middle it. Nah. Wolfpack, baby. Let's make it happen. Top of the hour. All right. Enough college hoop talk there. Um, good stuff for Patrick Everson. Not that surprising. Very curious to see when we talk to Chuck Esposito, top of the hour, uh, JVT, how much has changed in that – Super Bowl MVP market um, from last Friday to now, which was more bets on Travis Kelsey than everybody else in the pool mm-hmm. combined. And look, I don't solely bet uh, you know the uh, the best outcome for the book, but I would say, knowing what we've know, what we've heard, I would think the best outcome for the books would be Niners win low-scoring game, Brock Purdy wins MVP. Yeah, I think that probably sounds about right, or in the general area, when it comes to I don't think people, correct me if I'm wrong, and, and you and I have talked about it, and we think kind of similarly, I think Brock Purdy, even though what I deem to be a pretty juicy price for the starting quarterback of the favorite, I don't think people want to bet it. Right? They mm-hmm. want to bet if they believe, and I was <laughs> I was texting with some buddies today who are not Typical sports bettors. And they were like, well, Christian McCaffrey has to win MVP. I'm like, well, he's not the favorite to win MVP for his own team. But I would think most people, if they like the 49ers, are going to take the plus 450 shot on McCaffrey, are going to take the bigger shot on Debo Samuel. I get it, but I think it is, you know, everyone's always looking, right, JVT, for the value. What's the value play? I don't know. A quarterback? For the starting, for the favorite being plus 150 better than the money line price is kind of intri- intriguing, no? Well, first off, uh, as we know, uh, value
6: is only anything with a plus price next to it. So <laughs> you mark that down. Uh, please, I'm kidding. That was uh,
4: tongue inside cheek.
6: No, I, I think you're right. Like when you're talking, and I made an impassioned case for this. The Veasan uh, Super Bowl guide is out now, so check that out. Veasan.com/slash/subscribe. You can get your hands on it. And we did a really cool back and forth uh, when it comes to the MVP. And I was on the side of look, it's just the quarterbacks. And and one of the things I also pointed out in the articles, is because we did some statistical analysis on it too. It, you know, Tim, if you look at what Kansas City does poorly and what the issues are for Kansas City. And there's not many. But defensively, one of the big things is they are not a team that plays well at the linebacker position if you look at some of the metrics. They're not a good run defense. They rank in the mid-20s in many different metrics when it comes to that. When it comes to the fact that this team, from a coverage standpoint, by linebackers, uh, you've got a bunch of guys that grade out really poorly in coverage. And what do the guys like to do over in San Francisco when it comes to attacking opposing offenses? They go after your linebackers. They move you in different directions. They get you moving uh, east and west, and then they can start to attack. If they're going east, eventually the play will probably end up west. It's all about misdirection and movement. And that's going to be, I think, the fascinating part about all of this when it comes to the way the 49ers are going to go. And so what does that mean for MVP? Well, it could mean – that a guy like Christian McCaffrey has a big game, but I also think that it could be Brock Purdy, which, by the way, was the second highest graded quarterback on play-action throws by PFF standards this season, could have a pretty big game off of play-action and making guys work with that, right? It could be a big game on the ground for McCaffrey, but if you're moving guys around, you're finding big plays downfield, Brock Purdy could be the beneficiary of that. And by the way, too, I'm kind of surprised, You know, and look, I get it because of all the narratives and what's happening, I'm actually kind of surprised that a guy like George Kittle isn't getting more... Uh, run for dark horse MVP types. Because again, if you're going to have success in play action and play fakes and moving your linebackers around and going after a linebacking core, which statistically does not cover well, well, it might just be using George Kittle and being able to do that pretty well. So I'm with you. Like Overall, it's just I think there's value here in a price like that looking at a guy like Brock Purdy who's going to touch the ball every time. There are some who think, I'll ask you, narratively I've been told that people think the Mr. Irrelevant thing works against Brock Purdy. I don't think that's the case. I think that that's a pretty nice story. And, and narratively, you'd be willing to give it to a guy who is the last pick of his respective draft. And that's always going to be part of, of what people are looking at. But I think overall, just everything we're, we're seeing here, Brock Purdy, like you said, to get the quarterback on
4: the team that is favored at over $2, it's worth looking at. Right now at DraftKings, it's plus 235 So he has the second shortest price, but... Patrick Mahomes is plus 125. To your point about being Mr. Irrelevant, I think from a narrative standpoint, you get the people like Cam Newton who think he stinks, and now I know he's tried to backtrack and say, "Yeah, oh, you know, he's he's not a bad quarterback, but he just has these really good players um, behind him." I mean, look, the stats are are pretty darn impressive what they've been for for Brock Purdy. But I want to go back to George Kittle because it does feel like a little bit, as crazy as this sounds. Kind of feels like he's the forgotten guy for this this Super Bowl, right? And you know, you you brought it up like the Chiefs have really good corners, and I do wonder if George Kittle in the middle of that offense could have himself a game. So as I look at the anytime touchdown market at DraftKings, McCaffrey's minus two thirty, Pacheco's minus one twenty, Kelsey's minus one ten. That's insane. Debo's plus three one thirty five. Rasheed Rice plus one twenty five. Then it gets to George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk. George Kittle has the sixth longest odds mm-hmm. in the anytime touchdown market. I that's the one I kind of want to take a swing on there. If I'm looking for an anytime touchdown, I think George Kittle absolutely is. I think he's got a really good shot to to find the end zone in this game. And if you want to look at you know some of the other props of where he stands, I mean, statistically speaking. George Kittle had a better year than Travis Kelsey. Now, Kelsey's been playing phenomenally here in the postseason. He's gone over his, his player prop every single game. But Travis Kelsey's passing re, uh, receiving yards is 70-and-a-half, and George Kittle is 49-and-a-half yeah. in this game.
6: Yeah. And so like, And this is – I was looking for the number that I used, to, to your point again, about maybe struggling to cover a guy like Kittle because you'll put the linebackers uh, in work, right, when you're throwing Kittle out there on some of these routes. Um, Drew Tranquil, the best linebacker in coverage by Pro Football Focus standards, and his grade was only a 66.4. Four linebackers for the Chiefs who have dropped back into coverage this season have a PFF coverage grade of 56.9 or lower. So you're talking about all your linebackers really cover like playing coverage at a pretty below average level. And so you're gonna force those guys to go and do that. And how you do that? Well, you get tight end involved, you go after some of those linebackers. Could lead to to a really big day for Kittle. So that's I'm kinda surprised that you don't just see some more love dark horse wise for a guy like Kittle, more conversations around that, because I think they're very very much reality. Like if you're going outside of Brock Purdy, or maybe even outside of Christian McCaffrey. I know Deebo Samuel's an easy one, but a guy like Kittle, uh, how about just a pure, just badass, awesome route runner in Brandon Ayuk, who's very talented, to an MVP? I'm surprised that those two, but specifically Kittle, aren't getting more love. All right, what long shots are you taking, JVT? Uh, overall than yeah. anything? Anything overall? Yeah, what do we got? Well, Elijah we got some... Mitchell, 72-1 to one, to lead the game in rushing. That is a long shot. Yeah, I'm in. Um, here's the thing again he's got the explosive ability right so like one big if he breaks one and you get like a 72 yard run out of mitchell then all of a sudden could set up for a pretty nice day for him or at least put you in a pretty good position to do it again it's 72 to one for a reason but i think there's a reality there and and i do think that that is something that you're kind of looking to play on like as somebody who uh played him to go over his rushing prop you know in terms of yardage over four and a half to score a touchdown anytime the plus 850 those are the kind of long shots i'm looking for and kind of correlating them with one another so Oh, boy. If Elijah Mitchell has a good day, JVT? you see how jacked up I am now about, like, the vibe around here? Might
4: not come to work on Monday. I mean, JVT might float float around town uh, if uh, if Elijah Mitchell oh. has that. Uh, all right. Uh, we, you mentioned it a little bit. Let's just run through it real quick. We'll we find Elijah Mitchell on Sunday and thank him. <laughs> Chuck, <laughs> Chuck Esposito coming up here uh, in just a little bit. Super Bowl MVP market. So, as I mentioned, plus 125 is where Patrick Mahomes is at. Brock Purdy, plus 235. Christian McAfee, plus 450. Then it gets to tel- Kelsey, 12-1. to Debo, 20-1. to uh, We have not seen a running back since Terrell Davis win MVP of the Super Bowl. We have seen a wide receiver. We've never seen a tight end. Yeah. So... Who do we think? Maybe some long shots. Uh, Brandon London said Chris Jones, which is a hundred to one in DraftKings. Yeah, that is a long shot. I, I don't think it'll happen, but that right. is a long
6: shot. I feel like I'd want a little bit more than a hundred to one yeah. on that
4: to happen. <laughs> after after my Aaron Donald uh, bad beat, I am uh, I don't know if I could do another right, defensive right. player. So, all right, we got to find out what that pool is looking like for Super Bowl MVP. and update on it. How much cash is coming in on the Chiefs? And how much is coming in on the Niners? We go behind the counter, top of the hour.
2: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
0: Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list.